This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. And good afternoon, everyone. I'm Steve Brandy on WDAN News. This newscast brought to you by Rights Heating and Air. Call Frank at 217-442-4027. He always answers the phone. The Vermilion County Coroner's Office has identified the victim of a Friday night fire at 805 North Vermilion in Danville as 72-year-old Bernard Baker of Danville. Mr. Baker was found inside the structure and pronounced deceased at the scene. Results of an autopsy are pending. Fire Department and the Illinois State Fire Marshal's Office and the Vermilion County Coroner's Office all continued to investigate the cause of that fire. Chief Aaron Marcotte of the Danville Fire Department had stated firefighters received a report of the blaze shortly before 6 p.m. Friday, about 20 firefighters in all on the scene until just after 10.30 p.m. Friday night. It was Wednesday of last week that the Chief Judge of the 21st Judicial Circuit, Thomas Cuddington, ruled that the Pretrial Fairness Act, a Safety Act provision that had been scheduled to start New Year's Day, was unconstitutional. The main objection from the plaintiffs in the case, which included Vermilion County State's Attorney Jacqueline Lacey, was the ending of cash bail statewide. This would have allowed numerous accused criminals, including those potentially dangerous, to avoid custody prior to trial. Law enforcement personnel around the state, including Danville Police Chief Christopher Yates, believed that this was putting the public and crime victims in unnecessary danger. Yates had previously stated when speaking during a Danville City Council committee meeting that the hearings that would be required to keep accused criminals considered dangerous from going free could potentially create a major backlog, therefore keeping dangerous individuals on the streets and creating a backlog of other police work. Well, the question remains, what happens next? Because it was New Year's Eve that the Illinois Supreme Court delayed any implementation at all of cashless bail across the state, although it could have taken effect in Illinois counties not involved in the case that Judge Thomas Cunnington ruled on. The Supreme Court stated, quote, in order to maintain consistent pretrial procedures throughout Illinois, the effective date of the Pretrial Fairness Act is stayed until the pendency of the appeal and until further order of the court. Illinois Attorney General Kwame Raoul had already stated that an appeal of Judge Cunnington's ruling to the Illinois Supreme Court is planned. Now, Chief Yates said late last week before the Supreme Court decision that, hey, at least now maybe there's some time for everyone to relax and hopefully think a little more about this. I'm definitely breathing easier to the fact that let's slow down and look at this a little bit closer and see exactly how this is going to affect communities, and particularly the parts of the community who are most vulnerable. Yates says some state legislators in favor of ending cash bail are lacking in their understanding of police work. He says the last thing police officers want is to not be able to use their knowledge and instincts to protect someone. Chief Yates says that's what the loss of cash bail would do. Put the handcuffs on the police and their ability to de-escalate and um, take people that are out of control out of an environment that could hurt someone else. Chief Yates says not only is consistency needed throughout the state, but the right kind of consistency. Otherwise, criminals will be able to take advantage. What happens when they go to another county and all of a sudden they realize, well, things aren't done the same here. We need to be consistent. I like to be on the consistent in favor of the victims rather than the perpetrators. So indeed, it could be an appeal to the Supreme Court that will be the definite final solution of consistency throughout the state on cash bail one way or another. 
With lame duck session for the Illinois State House route to begin in just a few days, all eyes are on what happens with the proposed gun ban. House Bill 5855 would ban any future sale of nearly 100 different semi-automatic rifles, shotguns, and pistols. Todd Vandermeid, longtime gun owner rights advocate, said on his YouTube channel they don't plan to negotiate on what kinds of guns to ban. You're just educating them on how to build a better mousetrap. The broader it is, the more heinous it is, the more all-encompassing it is, the easier it's going to be to kill in court. Gun owner rights groups vow to sue if the measure passes. Sponsor of the bill, State Rep Bob Morgan, said they will attempt to pass the measure in the lame duck session before it ends January 10th. We're seeing a lot of states move in this direction. Uh, And and I think that we're going to have a a constitutional bill when we pass it. The new General Assembly starts January 11th. All previous unpassed legislation expires then with lawmakers prepping to file new bills for the next two-year term. From the Vermilion County First.com News Studios, I'm Steve Brandy. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.